Chapter 1. Please read and follow directions carefully. Any woman can be both the perfect housewife and an accomplished assassin, because both functions require the same qualities, creativity, a never-say-die attitude, and an attention to detail, no matter how small. All I really needed to know about being a freelance assassin, I learned before my youngest daughter Trisha started kindergarten. I've come to that realization as I lay naked and handcuffed to the bed of my target du jour, a sleazebag by the name of Yuri Petrovich. Yuri has just downed a couple of Viagra with the last of his Starbucks venti-sized non-fat decaf caramel macchiato. This is to ensure us both that his attempt to mount me will have all the gusto of a bronco buster breaking in the wildest filly in the corral before heading on into the sunset. In truth, we are in a hillside suite at the Chateau Marmont. But considering Yuri's attitude toward women, the cowboy speak sums things up quite nicely. Believe it or not, everything is going just as I planned, and right on schedule, at least... That is what I tell myself as I watch him unzip his rockstar tight leather pants and squeeze out of them as quickly as he can because of his erection, which seems to be growing by the nanosecond and has him wincing in pain. And in Yuri's fantasy, if anyone is going to say ouch, it's going to be me. Like, say, 88% of all my targets, this Russian mafia boss, who came here to unload a cache of AK-103s on some Idaho neo-Nazis, has an obsessive-compulsive personality. In Yuri's case, that means staying in the same suite at the Marmont every time he hits Los Angeles. Although his Slavic accent and pockmarked greaser looks have hardly earned him an iota of the ass-kissing afforded aging rock stars, budding celebutons, or out-of-town British actors. Doing the down and dirty with some rent-a-whore, both before and after the arm sale, and drinking macchiatos non-stop, even during his favorite sex act that Kama Sutra position euphemistically called the ostrich's tail? Don't ask, because you really don't want to know. I work for Acme Industries, one of the many CIA-sanctioned subcontractors which handle any and all dirty tricks that won't pass a congressional panel sniff test. My mission is simple. Take Yuri down. Here's my to-do list. First, I was to stall on the sex until the skinheads showed up. Done. Next, I was to plant a GPS system on one of them so that ATF can track and apprehend them during the pickup. Check. And finally, as a show of tit-for-tat diplomacy with Uncle Sam's publicly acknowledged BFF Russia, I'm to see it that Yuri never leaves his hotel room alive. All in good time, dearie. All in good time. In fact, all of this is supposed to be accomplished before 3 o'clock, the time at which I have to pick up my 10-year-old Jeff and a carload of his teammates for an after-school baseball game. Otherwise, I'd have to face the wrath of two other mothers for having blown the team's shot at taking the county title without a playoff game. This is why I pray that the 405 isn't a nightmarish backup by the time I head home. From the moment he landed stateside, Yuri's cell phone calls were monitored. The one to his favorite LA escort service was rerouted to an Acme phone operative who scheduled Yuri a date with Precious, a suitable alias, seeing how I'm trussed up in a push-up bra a low-cut tank top, and the tight denim micro miniskirt I raided from my 12-year-old daughter Mary's closet. My gut told me that Yuri would not have appreciated my own Lily Pulitzer twill. The fact that I showed up an hour after the appointed time put me just a few minutes ahead of the neo-Nazis. Perfect timing in my book. 
since it foiled his plan for a little pre-sale foreplay. Needless to say, Yuri was miffed at me for ruining his timetable. To make this point, he pushed me up against the wall, kicked my legs apart, and frisked me roughly. Really, it was more of a test-the-merchandise fondle. Anticipating that maneuver, I'd left my trusty 9mm at home. That's okay. In my hooker getup, there was no place to hide it anyway. Which is why these kinds of close-range hits are always tricky. And it's why I get paid the big bucks. For this job, my weapon of choice was a tiny serrated dagger that is appropriately called the Street Assassin. However, I'm willing to bet that Yuri and I won't be anywhere near asphalt when I strike but between some very expensive 700-count Egyptian cotton sheets. What a waste. I wonder if the hotel knows that little trick about using meat tenderizer on bloodstains. Not that I planned on sticking around to find out.